Alright, welcome to uh, episode two of Tell Me Where to Turn. Uh, excited to be back. Or um, a, uh, just just tell me where to turn well, also, yeah, sir. But I think that, I think... Is, I, I feel like the just is getting overlooked in a lot of our pu- publicity. Was the just just too many characters to be able to, ty- be able to type in to uh, get it categorized? I know, but I, I already made the avatar for the show with just on it. And I'm not entirely sure how to re-edit the photo to take it off. So I think we're kind of married to oh. that name. All right. Well, that's fine. Just tell me where to turn. Tell me where to turn. You can find it either way. Uh, I guess before we get started, we want to we wanna thank our uh, lovely sponsor, which is um, VegasBellhop.com. Or actually now, I guess it's the ghost of VegasBellhop.com. As if you go there, you're... In its day, man. You're going to get... In its day, <laughs> you're gonna get either a GoDaddy site or maybe the uh, what is it the HTTP 404 server error. You're gonna get one of those two. Yes, the, so, the dreaded 404 so, error. But but let me tell you, if we were recording this show, say nine to twelve months ago, you could have got handpicked personalized deals for Las Vegas hotel rooms that were definitely not scraped off of other sites and reposted <laughs> so do you think that uh vegas bellhop generated literally tens of dollars during its time of existence <laughs> uh i i would think that over the course of its life it got very nearly into making into the three figures wow that is impressive almost a comma attached to it no uh almost three figures a, a comma would have probably taken about another six to yeah. seven years of hard work yeah, to get bad. to. Well, we thank, uh, we thank them for rising from the grave uh, and sponsoring the podcast. Um, I guess last time we really just started off talking as it was definitely a uh, click record and just go type session. We were just piloting this whole process, but now we're trying to get at least a slight bit of refinement to it. So I guess uh, at least some introductions are appropriate at this point and uh certainly not planning on using actual names but uh we do have some some monikers for this broadcast so uh you'll know me as glenn or the full name of glenn 311 and you can find me on twitter at at three underscore one one g-l-e-n um, and then my, my co-host as well, you can give out your info. Well, I'm, I'm glad you picked a Twitter handle that was really easy yeah. to remember. Well, you know, you can only do so much nice when you got to work in, you know, numbers and a name and all that. You got what you work with. I understand. I understand. Uh, I'm Tommy Lynch, best known for my, uh, terrorization of the local poker scene in the uh, 2011 2012 time frame you can find me on twitter at tommy two underscore zero all right any email or anything like that we can uh look you up at or is that still in the works that's still in the works you know i i've heard from several people that email is kind of a dying medium so i prefer to do most of my communication on twitter Uh, well i guess you're not going to get my facts that i sent you earlier today that's probably a failed attempt then yeah i'm pretty sure my fax machine's out of paper right now all right well we've been away for a couple weeks and most of that would be definitely be my fault uh 
had a little vacation time, you know, uh, for Whoa. about a Wait, so you, you can afford to take vacations? You have to tell me what yeah, that's like. Yeah, I mean, literally f- about 11, 12 days worth. And get this. Wow. Vacation with friends who are not from the United States. So you went on a vacation with some Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, my, my friends climbed the wall that Trump is building and then ran immediately to our house and we entertained them for a week and a half. So no, we have some friends from the very uh, European, I guess it's European, uh, European nation of Denmark. And uh, there is a backstory behind that, but I'm not going to go into that. So it was a wild and crazy time as we had um, me and my wife and our friends and their two kids. So we had four boys under the age of eight that we uh, were towing along with us across the state of Texas to several locations. And, you know, all said and done, everything went pretty smoothly. No disasters other than my my oldest uh, son getting sick in the car and vomiting all over himself a couple different times. Oh, and, no. of oh, course, no. both kids got sick one day, you know, with uh, issues that led to... Uh, a day or two dealing with uh, viral conjunctivitis, which obviously is an eye was an eye infection for the layperson, and you know once they had it a day, why wouldn't they be able to pass it on to me and my wife? So we had to deal with that so as well. Was this was this European conjunctivitis or is this American? I, conjunctivitis? I'm not really sure. It could be the one. It may have been like when you know the uh, the white man came over and gave the Indians like every disease that they had never been exposed to before. So these these Norwegian people that you know came over here, and now you're publicly accusing them of bringing disease with them with the sole purpose of infecting your children, your American yeah, children. Well, I mean, much like almost 100% of the world's population, they're never going to hear this, so um, it's probably not going to matter that I've accused them of any, any wrongdoing whatsoever. But... Um, yeah, so they, they made their way, you know, from, from Denmark around the, the Cape of Good Hope and over the Grand Canyon and, and through the St. Louis Arch and then, and then landed, uh, landed in Dallas. I think that's the most direct route that they could get here. Um, though overall, we had a, it, was, it was a good time had by all. We, uh, we survived. We experienced a, a full day at SeaWorld, which was surprisingly um, entertaining. Uh, so, sea, SeaWorld, yeah, huh? Yeah, I mean, hey, I kind of had the same expectation of, I got about eight hour, an eight-hour penalty kill, you know, in that day, but it actually had a pretty good time. Well, I, I also feel like it, in the politically correct world that I know you live in, that uh, given uh, any money, patronizing that establishment in any way just just really seems to be... Uh, against what popular culture would support these Actually, things. I kind of felt weird after seeing that documentary, the Blackfish documentary, just walking in there and... Okay, and listen, we can leave the race of the fish out of this. You can just say the fish documentary, okay? The documentary about... Well, I, I, I guess it should be mammal, but uh, that documentary, after seeing that and then, yeah, going there, and the, first of all... Well, African-American fish would be fine, too. I, I mean... yeah. First of all, they said we were going to SeaWorld. I was totally caught off guard when it had anything to do with fish. I, 
I, I thought we were going to some sort of <laughs> restaurant or something. But, uh, yeah, we, we got there and had... Uh, to write this down for future business yeah, ideas. So, um, yeah, pretty good, pretty good time there. Uh, not too bad. And then uh, spent a day in Austin and went to... A rodeo, like a my my goodness, the affluence that you're talking about right now. I'm I'm still struggling to get by that with the fact that you could not only afford to just take 11 days off of work, you have friends from Europe that travel halfway across the world to see you. The affluence of the world you're living in, I I literally 11 days is all that's separating me in complete financial ruin. That's how tight of a rope I'm walking uh, right now and here you are going to Austin going to SeaWorld not a care in the world laughing at at uh, conjunctivitis obviously hey it's just uh you know it's good to be me it's good to be Glenn so um yeah so Austin that's where I left off and we uh enjoyed a little uh, kind of a carnival fair thing they had going on and a rodeo that was going on in Austin. So the kids really enjoyed that. And so did I, surprisingly. A couple things that uh, that I enjoy that may be a, be a surprise to anyone that knows me. I enjoy the rodeo. And I might enjoy 80s country music a little bit more than what people would expect. So and both of those were big players during the course of the day, the events at Rodeo Austin. So, uh, so that was fun. And and if without being too stereotypical, uh, you know, what did your Portuguese friends think about uh, being in a classic Texas rodeo? Uh, they they actually loved it. Uh, their kids were just completely just fascinated the entire time. Um, you know, I don't know if they have that type of stuff in uh, in East Asia where they're from. Or near Uruguay, which is, I assume, right next to Denmark. Um, but no, they did. Uh, they really enjoyed it. So when you go to a, a rodeo, do you go ahead and, and go with the full cowboy boots, cowboy hat attire? Or do you just show up wearing, like, jorts and a corn t-shirt? I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen, and this is probably going to be a, uh, a vicious no, but I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Rhinestone with Sylvester Stallone. Okay. No. Well, there's a scene in there where he's wearing this ridiculous getup with his hat with like coonskins hanging off of it. That's that's my desired outfit when I go to the rodeo. But oh but that goodness. day I was going with the very uh, just normal t-shirt and jeans, no jorts. Um, all of my uh, Lamb of God and five five finger death punch cutoffs were all. Uh, at the at the at the cleaners so we weren't able to wear that so we just went t-shirt shorts and hat and that was it yeah wow so that was a vacation so then the other thing that i i want to mention for sure is going back to episode one you had a story um reference to a near car accident with someone who ah yes a near a near miss a near near miss with with somebody who apparently uh, judging by their car, had quite a bit of experience in the car accident Yes, space. and someone who may or may not have been from the Orient. I'm going to distance from that comment, sir. I think that's what, those are your words, but we'll, 
So back to my story. So, you know, we talked about that. I believe the the uh, overwhelming feedback uh, on episode one was that we just needed to tamp down on that, uh, that line. Of well, and I was perfectly prepared to do this until shortly before we left on vacation. Uh, the wife was uh, driving to church and was just driving down the road, staying in her lane. And someone driving just kind of, you know just barely in front of her, just kind of on the left or whatever, just goes ahead and just comes right over into her lane and just, they just runs the two cars together. Um, And when you say someone, well, a human, obviously, is there any more specificity? What's that? Well, a human being, obviously. So, but I'll get, I'll get to that. So maybe even a little bit more specificity. Yeah. So this was not a driverless car. Um, Okay, so we've established we've established that it's not a driverless car, that you clearly have enough money to afford to have your own car and your wife has her own car, which again absolutely floors yeah. me. She was run off the road. Could we have a little more specifics about say the individual? Oh, we'll get to that. So she was just run into. So cars collide. They don't they're not a couple of morons who stay in the middle of the road after their collision and block traffic for half an hour. So I commend both parties for that. Pull over. Yeah, I, I salute yeah. them for that so as well. So pull over, there's a gas station around the corner, and this lady gets out of her car and is just like Oh, yes. it's a lady. Interesting. And, yes, Interesting. and she is also a lady of of the Orient. We'll just we'll just that's that's a fact. I'm very interested. That's a fact. Very so irony basically suddenly. ran into my wife's car and she gets out and she's completely dumbfounded as to what happened. She's like, like literally she gets out of her car and is like, what happened? And of course my wife has the obvious uh, response of you hit me. And uh, so she's still just kind of puzzled by this whole thing. But during the scene after the, it's a fender bender, it's nothing major. Um, during the, the, the aftermath, she takes complete blame for it. Like, this is my fault. I'll take care of it, blah, 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 blah. So then in the weeks, week and a half or so that's followed, as things have gotten reported uh, to the insurance companies, the story has completely changed. And basically, her, ah. her story is that she was just driving straight and that basically the exact opposite. She was just driving straight and my wife's car bumped into her, like moved to the left and bumped into her. And it's it's one of those things where a party is saying they were, one party is saying the car that came over to the right and hit them. The other party is saying the other car came over to the left and hit them. He said, or I guess in this case, a she said, she said. And the insurance company can't really prove either way. So it looks like we're probably just going to get stuck with paying, we're not going to pay for their oh car. We we'll have to pay our own deductible and all that. So, but it's it was clearly my goodness the other driver's fault, and now they're just fudging their story. Um, so, to the lady that hit her car, you know, God bless you. You'll you're the one that's going to have to live with the lie. But I just hope the next time you know that she has to renew her her driver's license that uh, there might be. <laughs> A driver's test that uh, has to accompany that. So I certainly wish that, <laughs> wish that upon her. So pretty fired up about that because a goodness. lot of this with uh, 
the insurance issues just came down today. So still a little fired up about it. So let me let me ask you this: the car, I assume, is wife's car still. Oh alive. yeah, it is. I mean, it needs. It's a little banged up on the front, but uh, and I'll you know obviously I'll say this: it's not about the money. I mean. Okay. Well, clearly. Yeah. Here, here's what here's what could happen. I could walk out. It's basically that you're up, you're upset about getting outsmarted by a foreigner. Um, yeah, and it's not even math or anything. But here's what I could do: I could walk out and then just set that car on fire, watch it burn into nothing but ash, load those ashes into a suitcase, and just ship it off to Denmark just for fun if I wanted to, and not think anything of it. You know. Cost is not a big deal at this point. It's just the principle of the whole thing, and that really, that really bugs me. So, have you have you given any thought to uh, taking matters into your own hands, seeking legal representation? No, because the uh, taking the fight. There's to them, just not enough. If you will. Um, drop a bomb on them, if you will. Is that is that just a? Well, no. I yeah. I mean, you know, I was thinking perhaps okay. that. Well, kind of thought about it, not legal representation because there's just not enough damage for it to be worth it, but thought about the fact that we actually do have their home address and their phone number. Maybe I will write them a stern letter or call them and give them a piece of my mind. Or, or maybe we could have them on uh, next episode. Man. An on-air confrontation. Maybe, yeah, we could arrange that on the confusingly titled, is it titled, Tell Me Where to Turn or Just Tell Me Where to Turn? Probably both phrases that have been uttered by that uh, woman, maybe uh, right before that's, she came yeah, over your wife. Yeah, you're probably right. Poor I mean, choice of words. I'm sorry. Who knows? But uh, just a complete just cluster on that. And uh, so yeah, some of that with the insurance stuff came down today. So it's got me. Uh, it's got me pretty fired up. It's got my T T level just going just straight through the roof. So. Um, well, I'm glad that I'm glad that you're. T level is through the roof because while while you were out gallivanting around flaunting the fact that you have so much money that you don't need to work for 11 days that you have fancy friends um i found myself in the odd position of having to join a new gym okay and why are you joining a new gym so the area where we live uh was hit and, and you actually may have been uh out of town with your with your um, Irish friends and and not even been around for this, but we got hit with a pretty devastating hailstorm. Uh, came through the came through fairly late in the night. You know, my my house even got beat up a little bit. I've got a speaking of insurance claims, I've got one open myself. Uh, but the next morning, I got up to go work out at the gym and uh, it was greeted by about uh, 12 surf pro trucks out front pumping water out of the gym into the oh, parking wow. lot. So apparently the, the roof took a little damage and at the time I didn't think much of it. I, I uh, went home, went, got back in bed, slept for another hour. Uh, I didn't, I didn't end up uh, using the uh, pulley system I have set up in my car to where I can uh, do uh, bicep curls while I'm driving. Because of your arm wrestling career, obviously. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, instead I opted to just take it easy that morning and have a, have a quick nap. Well, uh, the uh, weekend progressed, uh, moved into the next week, and uh, still the gym's not open. And, and not only is it not open, I, uh, they're, they're not answering the phones anymore. It's, the phone just doesn't ring. It just goes to an error message. Uh, so uh, after some 
Twitter investigation and uh, some sternly worded emails found out that the uh, the damage from the storm was so extensive it, it not only flooded the gym it wiped out their electrical system damaged uh, all of their computers their phones and they're talking like they may not be able to reopen the sucker for three or four months Good Lord so since uh, my physical status is such that uh, in three to four months, I may have atrophied back into 115 Yeah, you could definitely be dead. I felt... If you didn't work out for 90 yeah, days... I felt the need yeah. to... Uh, Flies would be eating your face off. <laughs> yes, instead of me uh, dominating flies right. in the gym. Uh, so I, I found myself in the unique position to tour a gym, and there happened to be one that had opened within the last year near my home, and, and I went by there, and I hate... I hate doing stuff like this because I hate being sold things. I hate salesmen. I hate people that are actively trying to sell you something. And what I want to do in this transaction is I want to walk in this gym and I want to say, I've been a member of a gym for eight years. I understand how gyms work. I want to pay you money and let me work out at your gym. You know, in Detroit. You know I, have, uh, I have actually done that before. Uh, gone into a gym... And of course, you know, the salesperson greets you or whatever. You tell somebody, I'm looking for a membership. Salesperson greets you. First thing I told him was that I just want you to tour me around so I know where everything is. I'm going to get a membership while I'm here because I live, you know, five minutes away. There's no way I'm driving anywhere else. So just show me where everything is and then we'll start signing the paperwork. Well... I really wish I had taken yeah. that approach, but I think I went in there a little too earnest, a little too polite, a little too welcoming, and I got introduced to CJ, ironically named wow. CJ. Sounds like a and real dick. The first thing CJ, <laughs> the first thing CJ wanted me to do after he told me how he landed the team plane <laughs> was to uh, have. You have to tell me if you've ever done this. He he wanted me to grab these two metal handles that were hooked up to a, a display. It's kind of about the size of maybe a steering okay. wheel. Uh, and he has me grip onto each side of it, and he pushes the start button, and he says, this is going to analyze your percentage of body fat. Have I've done never done that. I've only done the, the the pinch tests that they do to test your body fat. Uh, uh, yes. Well, I, you know, I'm not convinced that, that CJ wouldn't have done better going with the pinch test, but... What CJ has is he has this machine and he has a laminated card that he's already placed in front of me that that has uh, each percentage range of body fat uh, categorized, excellent, good, fair, poor, obese, and he's getting ready to, to launch into his sales pitch. And I, I feel like this device is the method that gets him into his sales pitch. Okay. So I grab the stupid thing. Instead of, instead of going with your line, which... I really regret not doing. But what happens, much to the CJ's chagrin, is the number on the readout actually places me in the excellent category of body fat. Wow. Well, look at you. Now my Next thing you know, you have a friend from Sweden. <laughs> well, I'd like to have a friend or two from Sweden, well, but that's probably that's probably the after hours version. Wouldn't of we all? That's at SeaWorld. <laughs> But what, what I think happened is I think that the result of this test threw CJ off his game. I think it, it put him into a tailspin because I, what my hypothesis is is that CJ's used to these women showing up in this gym. They grab the machine. 
they get their score and he begins to immediately tell them how working out is going to transform their bodies. So, so he had to go take them from being. I was going to say he had to go off script. That's the that's his biggest weakness yes, here. Because his sales pitch is this working out is going to take you from being morbidly obese to being hot and sexy and ready for action. Obviously. And unfortunately, he met somebody in myself that already met right. that criteria. Right. I mean, well, I don't know if it was obvious that you're ready for action, but I imagine the other two were quite obvious. Unfortunately, it was. I, I chose a uh, poor choice of shorts that day. It was just str- straight Anyways. compression outfit. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing my 40-yard yeah. dash costume. So we started the tour, and CJ was ad libbing. He was he was freestyling right from the get go. He uh, he said we we walked over by the free weights, and he said, "Hey, d- did you know that if you start working out and bench pressing and, and lifting weights, that it's gonna it's gonna raise your testosterone level?" And I kind of gave him an inquisitive look, and he said, "No, no, I'm I'm serious." He said, "Building building lean muscle mass raises your testosterone. It's gonna help you." Uh, in the boardroom and in the bedroom. Oh, okay. No, okay. Was... Just the bedroom. If he... Yeah. And then he he mentioned that it would help uh, me with hair loss, which again... Yeah, he's reading... The uh, this hair is a fairy scripted... has smiled on yeah, me. Yeah, this is a scripted bit that he's... He's not even looking at you or looking at anyone when he's saying this. These are just things he's read somewhere. Uh, no, Nowhere other than the compression shorts. Right. I mean, this is something he's read somewhere. Here are the, the, the factors, the benefits, whatever. I don't know if he's going to get to the side effects at some point. But, yeah, he's just reading this off. Whether you had no hair or, like, a, a ginormous afro, he's telling you the same thing. Because, basically, I've... I've my my score on the body fat machine has kicked him into plan B. But but needless to say, we walked around the entire gym. And again, I'm like you. I wish I had just said skip the tour. I've been in a gym before. There, there's nothing there's nothing here that I really need to see. One, one of the funny uh, asides is they have a TV in the locker room with just a couple of couches surrounding it. And he said, yeah, whenever there's a big game, people kind of congregate here and watch it. And I thought to myself, I probably couldn't think of a place I'd want to be less than in the locker room of a gym watching the big game. Yeah, I mean, maybe like the, the actual sea world with the fish and stuff. That'd probably be a bad place to be for <laughs> Super Bowl 50. Yeah, and or the women's locker room. Um, yeah. Uh, sea world. But anyways, we we completed our we completed our tour and and I did get did get my membership. CJ failed to mention a couple of the uh, upsell points that I, I found out about later when I got my first itemized bill. But, you know, I walked home in my, and, and really walked home discouraged because I thought something about the way I present myself, my countenance at this gym, just screams low T. I guess so. Did... And it's got me thinking that maybe I do need to start taking about some changes in my life to uh, to not give off the impression that I'm suffering from low T anymore. Yeah, uh, anymore. Um, so there was there were no other uh, uh, attempted feats of strength other than the body fat machine. They didn't uh, you didn't show them any of your deadlifting routine where you you put 25 pounds on each side and and struggle to get one. Well, you know, I usually just start with the bar. <laughs> uh, I did ask uh, what the what the deadlift record was for the gym. 
because you know I have aspirational goals. It is funny though. The clientele at this gym is very different than the the place uh, that I worked out previously. I think my twenty five pound deadlift may actually turn some wow. heads. Wow, I'm throwing some. And weight you got the actual like barbell out, not just the you know the curl bar or the straight bar that had just sets forty five on it, and just go ahead and just uh, just use that. No, I got out the okay. long bar. All right. Well, there's a little bit of respect to be earned there. What was that? Uh, that seventy eight year old lady who can deadlift two hundred and twenty five pounds. She wasn't in there. I, 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 I'm still in shock that that, uh, that I saw that video on uh, on the uh, internet. I, I, I'm still in shock by that because literally this this 78 year old lady's deadlifting like twice what I can deadlift. It's not only uh, not only she did it, she did it three times. So it's not like it's just it's impressive if she just did it once. But if I did that once, my colon would be laying out on the floor. Just laying beside you. I would I would return to the straightened position and look down between my legs, and my colon would be literally laying on the floor. Yeah, it was uh, watching the video. It was just you would not expect that, and I'm watching it, and I, yeah, you know, I gotta believe that it's true. But part of me is just thinking, all right, maybe this is a hoax. This is just like you know a bar with some, you know some plastic weights that you know kids would play with or something you know they weigh about two pounds a piece but i i suppose it's legit and if it is good for her i I was impressed old people crack me up man they they crack me up and there's a lot of them at this new gym i i i uh i i many years ago i don't know when you work out do you still carry your own water bottle with you no I've jettisoned the water bottle. I actually broke a water bottle at the gym <laughs> in a tragic, uh, a tragic tricep extension mishap. Yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, <laughs> actually, um, I really like that water bottle tonight. I had a Gatorade uh, water uh, water bottle like the goalies use in the NHL. Man, where where do you work? Got <laughs> things got a little things got a little unwieldy on the last uh, last rep, and I I kind of found myself in that weird position where you where you have the uh, the dumbbell in both hands kind of lowered behind your neck and you're having to, to crank your head out of there so you can drop the dumbbell on the floor and it, it kind of hopped on me and, and cracked my water bottle but oh, that is uh... these these old people crack me up so I, I, I since that day I've, I've been a water fountain guy at the gym so I I went to this new gym for first time there in the morning and you know went immediately went to start doing some curls because uh, Pretty much the only reason to go to the gym is to get the guns Obviously. loaded. You know, I knocked out a few sets uh, right away and, and went in search of some water. Well, the water fountain in the in the dumbbell area was there. There was an old man, seventy or eighty year old man, literally standing right in front of the water fountain, just just knocking out some side lat raises, just 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 like a bird, just <laughs> one after another in rapid succession. And uh, I kind of stood behind him and waited and, and waited for him to get done with his, his side lights. And he, and he eventually did. He did about a, a set of about 20. And then he just stood there in front of the, put him down on the ground and just stood there in front of the water fountain. And I waited and waited. And after about a minute, he p- 
picked them up and started flapping not, again. And that, they don't. They don't care. Yeah. It, they're either oblivious or I, they're old. I'm here. I'm not moving. Like they're not gonna move oh, just yeah, voluntarily. He, he, he was in in that category. He he said, you know what? F this. I'm old. I earned it, and I'm standing right here, and I'm knocking out my side light raises. And if anybody wants a water fountain, they he's probably work. a veteran, part of the greatest generation. And what the f did you ever do, other than take a body fat test and get accused of losing your hair? I would say ace a body fat test. Well, if we were going to be really accurate. yeah, I suppose that's true. Uh, allegedly, at least. So, how many people from Europe did you take to the gym this week? Listen, things are not going particularly well in my lifestyle right now. I, I haven't taken a vacation day in months. Uh, my checking account is right on the precipice of disaster. Oh, no. There's no way that's a word. And I don't know anybody from Europe. Man, tough thing. Tough thing for you. Because the only thing on my agenda is to buy and destroy the soul of the lady that hit my wife's car. So I'm not sure what the price of that is. Um, but we're going to be going to be looking that up on, uh, I don't know, Craigslist or SeatGeek or wherever I can price that kind of destruction out at. Is Silk Road open again? That, that might be a uh, good hey, that's not That's not bad. I'm going to write that down. Because vengeance will be mine at some point. Either that or I'm just going to pay the deductible on my own and then just kind of just be grumpy about it forever. Well, hey, you don't have a reason to be grumpy for too much longer because we are mere days away from the start of baseball season. Surely that'll cheer you up. Oh, that's going to bring things up significantly. As if the T level is not high enough already, whenever I sense first pitch, I through the roof. It's going to look like a fire hydrant going off in the house. So just to, just to paint that picture. Well, I need... <laughs> unlike, uh, unlike your glowing report, I need this, man. I need baseball to get back because nothing else is going right for me these days. This is pretty much all I've got left. And they're, uh, we're starting Sunday, correct? Now, I know the Rangers don't, That's but, but MLB starts Sunday. And don't we have the odd... From what, I, from what I understand, we have Royals and Mets in prime time. But we do. the tricky thing about that is like the Rays and the Brewers or something play during the day, so that Mets game is not even really the first game of the season. Yeah, but what, what you don't realize that that does is that second game on Sunday makes well, it a Well, I guess that's day. true. Multiple games. So I am... I embrace I embrace the throwaway early game before the prime time. Okay. So and, and I assume at this point, um, as we head into baseball, we're starting off and we get a nice World Series rematch, as we as we gently just touch and fondle the sports page here right at the near the end of things. Um, Matt Harvey or no Matt Harvey opening night? Well. I think physically he's going to be okay, but I, I I'm afraid he's got his feelings hurt so bad that uh, he may not be able to he may not be able to perform. He he actually blamed his poor performance in his last outing to the fact that uh, he felt like people didn't take his bladder infection seriously enough. And and let me tell you, bladder infections are not something to be. No, I don't about. think so either. But so so his PP is okay. 
his TT is okay, but his his uh, his problem was that he held his TT in too long. It's like it's like you tell a little kid, if you go have to go pee pee, don't hold it in because you can make you sick. And Matt Harvey proved out my point. And now he's all he's all butt hurt about it because everybody made fun of him. He is. Well, I mean, he all he he had you know, an infection, and I guess he had like blood clots or something, and then he ah. Oh, just sounds horrendous, but he passed the blood well, clots. Yeah, a, a blood clot coming out of your penis is never a good thing. Yeah, to, there to is say it in medical, to put it in there medical is terms. no way you expected to say that today. No, there's not. But but I also didn't expect to hear that you had European. Well, I guess so. But you know, Luxembourg is a, a fine country, and, and we we love them dearly. Well, if I can shift from one pitcher to another real quick, I have another conspiracy theory I want to run past you. It involves the Cleveland Indians. Okay. Is is this so? They they announced today they locked down their four and five spots in the rotation. Is Rick Vaughn one of them? <laughs> the wild thing is not one of them, but there but there is something afoot that seems very similar to something that you might see have happened in. Maryland. Okay. So ba- basically, you had. Tomlin, Anderson, and Bauer fighting it out for the fourth and fifth spots. Now, Bauer, Trevor Bauer, young guy, I think he's 25 years old, big strikeout guy, great, great uh, fantasy sleeper candidate. He gets told today that he's getting sent to the bullpen. Now, explain this to me. This spring, Tomlin, 467 ERA, 156 whip, which basically means somebody's getting on base. A guy and a half's getting on right, base every inning. Right. He's walking people. He's putting people on. Anderson, 550 ERA, 122 whip. The whip's a little bit lower. ERA's high, which means he's letting people freaking blast the ball all over the ballpark. Trevor Bauer, again, future of the club, 25 years old, 225 ERA, 105 whip. He only walked four people the entire spring. He gets into the bullpen. He did something that has angered the Cleveland sports management. I want to know what it is. Do we have no idea what it is though? So this, this is just we have a no peculiar idea. thing. I have no idea. My, I'm, I am absolutely at so, a loss. What did Trevor Bauer do to piss off the Indians so bad that they gave old man Tomlin his spot in the rotation when Bauer had a, by all accounts, exceptional spring and really got his command under control. And he did 105 whip. He, he didn't give up sit to the like, 12 home runs this spring or anything like that? Because that's my experience with, with his, his work. His ERA was 225. I guess so. 2.25. Right. My experience with him is that, yeah, you, you get – it looks really good, and then at the end of the day he's pitched six and a third, but he's given up four home runs. Yeah. So, I don't know. That is an odd uh, conspiracy. And Tomlin's 30, and he last – I mean – his entire career, he's been terrible, except maybe 10 or 15 starts last year where he uh, out, outperformed his FIP by a little bit. And that's it. Terrible. And, he's, and they send He's Bauer. not related to anyone within the organization. There's no nepotism here. This is not a Triple H, Stephanie McMahon situation, if okay. that's what he's not related to Lily Tomlin. He's not related to the obscure Christian artists, Chris Tomlin, anything like that. I would argue that his obscurity is not as significant as your point, okay. out, sir. Well, maybe. 
Maybe, maybe not. He built KLTY with his bare hands. <laughs> well, and he built it safe for the entire family, which is the most, uh, that's the most important aspect of KLTY for sure. It is the most important aspect. And one last quick baseball note, which I think is just funny, is Red Sox announced today that uh, Pablo Sandoval lost his starting. Is that Kung Fu Panda? To a guy named Travis Shaw, who, that is okay. the Kung Fu Panda. To a guy named Travis Shaw, who uh, I'm pretty sure nobody knows. Uh, I'm, he had quite a solid, uh, I think, August and September of last year, but... He did. I, yeah. I have lots of friends from Europe, so obviously I probably also know a lot of Travis Shaw stuff. Yeah. Well, you, you know, um, Pablo Sandoval, $95 million guy, um, in the news a lot this spring because of his weight. He may have ate himself out of a starting job. Let's Do just you say. think, well, I guess this could be two different, as two different ways. Do you think that Pablo Sandoval has ever visited a Poncho's Mexican buffet? Oh, you're bringing up a really sore subject for me. I, the Poncho's Mexican buffet by my house closed. Holy balls. Are you kidding me? And I think that may be the last one in uh, the North Texas area. That's you, I think that might have been the last I one. I believe, and I don't know this for sure because I haven't driven through there in a while. But I believe if you go up th- 35 uh, Denton Way, you'll find one near the campus of the University of North Texas. If you believe in the Mean Green, I've been to that location many times. Yeah, many times. If I've been so to that I location. think I don't know. If I it's think still it's still there. I can't. I always figured that one would be the last one to go because College Town, and you can go and just eat enchiladas until your heart explodes or you fail that handrail body fat test with CJ. <laughs> yeah, I think Poncho's going out of business is really going to put a damper on CJ's business. And actually, the Poncho's was right by the gym. And the reason I know it's oh. closed is because I went to the gym. And in, in a very touching off-mic way, the, they took the... The Poncho's had a marquee sign out front where they could change the lettering talking about the special of the week. They hung a for lease vinyl sign over that, but they didn't. The vinyl sign didn't quite cover the entire breadth of the original Poncho sign. So, peeking out from underneath the vinyl for lease, you can see the words rice and beans <laughs> with cheese sauce over everything. Those were the days. That's what I always. I'm gonna set. That's what I'm I gonna set the over under of number of enchiladas I've eaten from Poncho's at about 1,100. Because there was a period of time where, as a kid and middle school, high school, um, I probably went there, if not once a week, probably made a trip there every other week. And it was a minimum 10 inch a lot of trip every single time. My God. If there was going to be a last longer bet between your liver and your colon, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where, which side I would take right now. Uh, first half of life. It, we're in colon danger. Second half of life, it's more more liver danger, I would say. But I think we're going to be okay. It's going to be a race. And, you know, whatever. Um, if I need new organs, I'll just I'll, I'll get a transplant. I'll just buy it off the black market. doesn't matter to me. Whatever. Because 
again, I, I would really appreciate it if you did not bring the race of the market into this conversation. It's completely unnecessary. And I don't want this podcast to get that reputation. We are accepting and tolerant of everyone and everything. It is clear we've gotten uh you know not sponsorships but support from the lgbt community and various other uh groups and um i feel comfortable they feel comfortable comfortable with our content and i and i feel the same well i feel like maybe that proclamation is a really good jumping off point for us on this episode, we're we're getting real close to our agreed upon forty five minute time frame. I'm pretty excited for going ahead and getting another episode in the books pretty soon. There's some interesting things afoot that I really want to discuss with you, especially in the uh, athletic realm of the great sport of running. That I think there'll be a lot of interesting things for us to talk about. Ah, uh, yes, my personal arch nemesis, long distance running. I'm interested. I think we can knock well, that out. I, I think I could probably, uh, I think I would probably listen to that uh, with that tease. But with that being said, uh, thanks a lot to VegasBellhop.com for keeping us on the air for one more episode. We feel like that uh, even though the company's already gone out of business, their marketing dollars are spent in a really wise, smart, and strong way. We continue to deliver on our promise to provide compelling content to drive visitors to their site and hopefully convert those visitors into book traffic sounds excellent well for that i think we're going to go ahead and tie off episode two of just tell me where to turn as it says on the avatar don't forget i'm tommy 2.0 on twitter that's tommy two underscore zero and i'm not gonna lie you're confusing twitter handle i've completely forgotten oh, that's okay because we'll restate it so you can find me at the number three underscore one one G L E N Glenn three eleven being the name the Twitter name itself. So it's uh, except that you your handle is three eleven well, Glenn, which makes I know. no sense. So we're just playing it uh, playing it both ways, and you know we were. Uh, well, that's what I hear. That's what I hear that you like, you like to do with all your European friends. Uh, you so. know they have. And it's a different culture over there. You know, it's not this. We're really we're not is. the same everywhere, but you know we have to be loving and accepting of uh, of everyone. So whether you, you have friends from Denmark or Mongolia or you know some other savage nation, um, we've got to accept the way that they live. So with that, I think uh, I think we'll end it, and then we'll see everybody in episode three. <laughs>